0: Do you like horror movies my lady has frankenstein tattooed here and nice. mary Shelley's castle that inspired her and we just watched the classic frankenstein i'm getting into them i'm not i'm more of like a anime disney dragon ball naruto right. but like um yeah i mean i i find some some movies are amazing like okay i'm not too good with horror uh, i'll be honest right <laughs> uh, I get nightmares I have a very vivid imagination like when we watched and it wasn't even scary a quiet place when we watched a quiet place I was like quiet quiet like what's in the room
1: like I was freaking out man I was nervous but now um did you since you said you like Disney do you like did you ever watch the tv series once upon a time parts of it yeah okay I've got buddies that have been on the show yeah awesome so I interviewed Michael Coleman he played happy the the dwarf happy in the show um and uh, I went to the once upon a time convention it was funny because me and Kyle were together for like what like two months at the time um and uh we were uh we um I went to the once upon a time convention and my my main focus was to meet Lana Perea I had to meet Lana Perea she played the evil queen I love her um because of her redemption story and her having a second chance at life again, this was around the time my dad was having uh, brain cancer. Um, when I was like watching it, and when he was first diagnosed, and I, it, she gave me hope that like my dad would be okay, and um, I ended up, uh, ended up uh, wanting to tell her this so bad. Um, So I ended up going to the convention, I spent pretty much every single cent I had like I saved up so much just to go to this convention to meet her and I told her this story I didn't think I was going to even have much time at the autograph signing to tell her this. And I told her and uh, she she I'm like I don't know if I have much time but I really needed to tell you this story I waited like at least a year to tell you this. And uh, she, um, she's like you spend as much time as you want you spent your hard-earned money to be here you take as much time as you want i'm giving every fan unlimited amount of time to talk to me about what they want to talk about so I'm that's, like, awesome. that's so awesome so i told her and she she like looks at the lady next to her and she goes does anybody have a freaking kleenex she started crying. And I, I, sorry, I told her the story and everything. She uh, took a picture with uh, the, of the uh, photo op we had together that, um that I had there. Uh, she took a picture of it and uh, she ended up putting it on her Instagram story. She, and she put out the text on it, this man with like a bunch of exclamations. Uh-huh. And uh, she ended up signing my, uh, my, the book I wrote about my dad. Cause I got all the casting crew that I got to autograph that. And uh nice. And then I walked away and she's like, where are you going? I'm like, I finished telling the story and met you. Everybody, There's like a big line now. She's like, you can't just tell me that story and not expect to get a hug from me. I'm like, oh my God, I'm dreaming right now. And I started crying in her arms and she's like wiping my tears. and I'm like, this is amazing. Like I, I waited like so, so long for this moment. Wow, that's amazing. I'm so was, happy that
0: she wasn't one of the actors who was like, thank you, goodbye right I mean, exactly oh, and there's too many conventions i've been to that i've been a part of that um you know i'm signing and next to me they're like next or they look at their right. their security and be like come on and i'm like dude like come on like you know right we, we're so lucky to have this opportunity
1: Yep. and you're just like yeah anyway.
0: so and plenty of people yeah. so i'm very happy that you had such a positive experience yeah because really
1: people spend for. a lot of money for these events and just for a quick, you know two minute you know hello thank you goodbye type of thing like they spend all this money to meet these actors and you know then that happens and i heard so many good things of like people in the days of our live group that i went to when you were on the show and everything like so many good comments about them meeting you like i'm like i just want i want to meet him so bad
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i can I I'm just, I feel like my goal is to, if I don't get you to smile, if I don't get you to laugh, <laughs> if I don't share a real moment with you, then you're not leaving my table. Like, we're going to talk. Right. We're going to hang. We're going to have fun. Like, that's definitely right. my goal. Somebody's you know, like, in. Megan
1: is in. Megan's the boss. She, nice. All right, there's three people now. Yes. So now we're at 40 them. minutes. Hey, Megan. Hello, let me can you hear me? Things. I just want to let you know I am recording right now. Um, I wanted to take kind of advantage of the entire conversation I was having with Sean.
2: So. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Nice beanie,
1: okay. bro. And let <gasps> me uh let me uh, turn Tom, my phone dude. down. <laughs> turn it off.
2: <laughs> Christopher, you killed me yesterday. You were so funny. I was like Bro. dying, laughing. It was like <laughs> such the little kid, like where the bad guy is, like not so bad anymore. You're like, <gasps>
0: <laughs> I wasn't sure if I should
1: go that direction, keep him really cool or mm-hmm. go like
0: immature with him.
1: Hey, Shelby, um, um, I just, I, it'd be silly. I will... sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, there's somebody else coming in, so I'll let them know once the, I put this person in as well. Thanks and there right. we go. Just want to let you know I am recording right now, so taking advantage of everything, just so you are all, you know, are aware. How many people are we expecting? Uh, 34. <laughs> <laughs> no. Person. Well, our max at a free level, I think, is like 999 or something like that, or 99, something, okay. some outrageous number.
2: Three more, I think? Yeah. Uh, no, a bridge, a bridge is not going to be able to make it, actually. Make us here? Oh.
1: One more. Hey. What's yeah. I Hello, just texted me. me one Hi.
2: Percent. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. I just want to let you know that I am uh, recording right now. So just to let you know that everything is currently being recorded. So taking advantage oh, of my conversation with Sean. Well, I look very pink. So let me see what I can do to fix it. <laughs> That's my
2: brand. <laughs> that is.
3: That is her brand actually.
2: Is that me? Owns that pink
4: pink? There I'm we go. Pink. Done. <laughs>
0: All right, well, let's. we have a limited amount of time, so let's get started.
1: All righty, sounds like a plan. So to start off uh, the interview, how about I ask, uh, well, first let me introduce the show. So uh, just to let everybody know, this is Slasher Scotty. It originally started as a uh, horror uh, type of uh, interview podcast where I was interviewing a bunch of slasher uh, film celebrities. And I wanted to branch out, and I got some wrestlers and actors and everything. And I'm so glad Christopher Sean could bring you as part of this family. What a trajectory. Um, <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: We're very we're a very slasher-oriented
0: show. So I thought this was a perfect <laughs> fit because yeah. of how much death and war there is on our
1: show. Mm-hmm. Oh, too soon, so, still too soon. So to start off the interview, I would Emma, like to uh, just basically, um, if anybody wants to answer, what is the show about? Melissa. Hey. hey.
3: uh the unleashed is a hybrid scripted loosely scripted rpg series and what that means is that it is a mix between a um a live action series and an rpg series a role-playing series so um we have about 55 film pieces uh where we have a script and all this fun stuff and then throughout eight episodes we have interspersed those filmed pieces and um filled that the rest of it in with uh, amazing role play with a GM, just like um, probably the best D&D show you've ever seen. And uh, the story itself is about um, essentially a group of superheroes and these four teens in the superhero world who have isolated themselves from uh, the rest of humanity and what that looks like when somebody tries to break down those walls. Um, and so it's kind of focused on an inclusive, diverse storytelling featuring um, a variety of amazing uh, leads. And we're really trying to build a world that people can, uh, a superhero world that people can identify with and enjoy awesome. and live in.
1: That's so cool. And I did watch a little bit of the season finale last night. Um, I it was a little past my bedtime because I'm Eastern time and I have oh, to be up so at five late. in the morning for work. <laughs> um oh, but i did i do want to go back actually and what you know in my own time and watch every single episode um and and kind of you know catch up because it was actually really cool tuning in and seeing like all the people commenting like oh my god and i forgive me i don't know the characters names off the top of my head but like mm. like they, they, the the two girls they kissed and they're like this oh, is amazing yeah. <laughs> and, like was, like leading up to that
2: we did it at the beginning too which is so nice because like in a lot of uh traditional like films or shows the big kiss Mm -hmm. is the finale like we saw that in shiro which was it was so nice but like you didn't get to see that relationship develop or uh it was Mm -hmm. just kind of the end piece but the finale episode started with that and we got to see um and mara kind of explore that in the episode and it gives us a lot of room for season two
1: Exactly, exactly. So uh, how did the show get started and how did everyone get involved?
2: Hmm. Quarantine. Uh, Shelby (laughs) and myself were just talking about how great it would be to create a world of our own, that we could have characters that were very much so ours and the story was ours and how we would do it and what it would look like. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll I'll let them kind of speak to that too, because they're an integral part of this entire process. I'm, I'm basically kind of more of a showrunner. They're the creative brains behind all of this.
1: Awesome. So, uh, like, was there any specific inspiration in creating The Unleashed?
5: Yes. Outside of uh, quarantine? Gosh, so, Ramiko, take it. so many shows and movies and just, like, <laughs> content. Um, I'm a big fan of the movie Sky High. <laughs> <laughs> I love a lot of films where it's just kids that are superheroes and coming into mm-hmm. their own and, and being creative. Um, we had a lot of movies and content that we, like... It, watched and uh, absorbed as we were fleshing this out just to get inspiration and figure out what the best way to tackle it would be.
4: We've all played on different like tabletop role-playing games before but we wanted to start one of our own and make our own characters and that was really fun.
1: That is actually a a lot of fun and what I was watching it was like it was like it was like this is pretty cool like I I like I play World of Warcraft which is an MMORPG.
3: (gasps) We We know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i was playing that a little earlier today uh God, at work so i was doing it. a build so i was at work wait, wait you're playing at work dude <laughs> i, I work from home right now with this pandemic so i was running a build all, all day so i'm like <laughs> i'm not watching this build run i'm i'm gonna play wow <laughs> hey you know what's really cool though uh the well, fact
0: that you can build characters in wow you yeah. can build characters and lore in the discord
1: that you Mika go. created yep. there you go There you Um, go.
2: You know, know, Uh, around the around the time that we started thinking about this idea, Twitch had approached me um, about uh, possibly doing some premium content, and if Mm -hmm. I wanted to pitch a concept, uh, they'd be down to fund it. Um, so from there, we kind of just took the ideas that, uh, Shelby, Mika, myself had kind of been working on and I started to assemble a team of people that I knew could really elevate it Mm -hmm. and make it happen. And Melissa was the first person I reached out to because I was a part of Power Rangers Hyperforce and that was, uh, an RPG Twitch show that really kind of changed Mm -hmm. the landscape a little bit. Um, it was slightly scripted uh and i knew that there there was so much power in that we brought in a, oh that's like power rangers power but uh we brought in a new audience that way and i wanted to make sure that our show was digestible in the same sense so that you know like someone like my parents could watch it and be like oh i get it where you right. know it's not so overwhelming like when you tune into something like critical role and you're like hmm, right. hmm which, what what <laughs> does this
1: mean <laughs> Exactly. So can each of you let the viewers and listeners that are watching know what your character name is and what your character's role is in the series? Mm.
4: Who wants to go first? Uh, (laughs) I'm
5: Mika. My character name is Mara Greer. I play uh, the part of the core four is what we call our our main cast of characters. Uh, I play the one that's in the mage class. um, And she's very headstrong, very confident. And she does all of her magic is very well, magical. Uh, it's all from <laughs> the mind. And I don't really know how to explain it Doctor that well.
2: Strange-ish.
5: Yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange, Scarlet <laughs> Witch, kind of, that kind of magic. Yeah. Uh, and she had some really cool secrets that came out throughout the uh, season of the show as well. Awesome.
0: She's really good at magic tricks, like card playing.
5: <laughs> she could pull like <laughs> flowers out of her shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, Welcome next? I'm Shelby and I play the character Charlie King, or Charlotte also calls herself Charlie King. Um, she's one of the physical class students. Her power is, uh, her base power is phasing like Kitty from X-Men. Uh, she's kind of like the rebel rule-breaking genius teen who thinks she's too good, uh, too good for school
2: and doesn't go to <laughs> class. <laughs> too cool for school. Too cool for school. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Megan. And I play Fiora Kai, who is an alien. She also goes by Fee. Fiora Kai is their full name. Princess Fiora Kai for being like, you know, serious <laughs> official. Uh, she plays an alien uh, who got uh, portaled here from a different planet. She saw something shiny fell through. Another st- student had opened up a portal and she's kind of stuck on Earth. Uh, she had to learn like the language and all of uh, earth's traditions and charlie has been an integral part in teaching her all the things just a little bit wrong Mm -hmm. um so (laughs) she's a bit of a quirky um character her power is water bending except it's instead of the water being blue it's pink because that's how it is on her home planet but yeah she's very optimistic and (laughs) a little bit gullible (laughs) nice
0: um, I play uh, the hero, Daniel.
2: You wish. No, I'm
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, I'm kidding. no I, I play the bad guy. I play Dante, who's uh, too school for cool. He's very intelligent. <laughs> and he, uh, <laughs> wait, what? And he, <laughs> he uses his intelligence and he runs like Google, like the the Omnio DRD, a very dangerous um company. Not I'm not saying Google and is bad. I'm just saying yeah, this okay. company hmm. is very, very high tech, they're very intelligent. And um when he becomes the bad guy and he forms his he takes that form, he's known as Genesis. So I play Dante and Genesis. Okay. And he's a dancer on his free time. And <laughs> Melissa We're really
2: oh. good at ballroom dancing. Um, <laughs> you
3: know, you know. I play a, a girl that got scammed by Mara one time. <laughs> Uh, Can you
2: talk about Daniel?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Daniel is played by Mike Bowe. Daniel is essentially our window into this world. Um, The Unleashed is essentially uh, the Unleashed, everybody that is Unleashed basically escaped into this pocket dimension called Ripside, and they have lived there since the 60s. However, it doesn't stop other kids from manifesting powers when they become of age. And Daniel is one of those kids. So when he he was about 16, he manifested powers. And during that car wreck um, accidentally ended up, uh, the car wreck killed his father. And so he was uh, tracked down by unleashed elders and brought into the world. Uh, Daniel is the new kid. He's an elemental. He becomes Fee's roommate, and um, through that gets to know the front group, which is Misses of Mara and Charlie. Um, the big twist during the middle of the season is that he is also Dante's brother, Christopher Sean's brother, as well. Ooh. And he doesn't <laughs> actually have powers, so um, he's he's deb- he's crucial. The first uh, pilot, the pilot episode, we basically spent about twenty minutes with him. Um, he's the one that is introduced to the world and the audience is introduced along with them. And yeah. uh, he is played to loving perfection uh, by Mike Bowe, the king of all puns. And um, and they Brand. make out the group. It's amazing. These four nice. kids, teenagers who take on Omnio and the DRD. Yeah, nice. save the
4: rift.
1: So I also want to let everybody know um, I don't know how long we've been on for I think it started the 40 because with the free uh, zoom we have 40 minutes so if uh, we do get disconnected and uh, we can still continue um, I'll give Christopher Sean the new uh, link and I'll start recording. Probably around maybe thirty five if we're around there. Mm. I'll like seven thirty-five or so Eastern time, I'll end up like letting everybody know how I'm gonna stop it so I could save the recording so I don't lose that. And then I will uh if we, we could finish it up after that if that were to happen.
2: Okay. I think there's that a five way, minute uh, like thing that pops up and lets you know.
1: Oh, there is. Okay, yeah, there's like a little warning. Okay. Awesome. I don't use Zoom that often. So this no, is my worries. first Zoom interview. So you're good, you're good. Awesome. So uh, we all, we do know that the uh, LGBTQIA plus is what the show is, it's very friendly with that uh, community. Um, So do you have um, each have a story of your own uh, for your own personal struggles or accomplishments, whether it was coming out yourselves or seeing a friend, family member, loved one, or a fan struggling to come out anyway, like, you know, how do you have like a story about that, that kind of makes you happy on, you know, how, you know, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. my brother uh well i came out this year as pansexual which was like a lot of my um like personal friends knew that but not Mm -hmm. publicly so that was like a really big deal for me but growing up my brother has just like been always just been truly himself and um uh definitely super gay C- came out came out the womb with the rainbow flag and that's just <laughs> who he is so uh, growing up we never really saw that representation in media ever and there's very few people that he could look up to or relate to and it definitely made him feel quite alone a lot of times um so telling the story and being a creator it's so important to me and i believe all of us to be able to share those stories and give people um characters that they can relate to and see themselves in awesome
5: yeah uh, i mean i agree with that as well uh growing up never really had a representation for lgbtq plus people uh mm-hmm. and even if there was it was always uh never in like a positive way or in mm-hmm. a way that
2: very tragic. A
5: actually was able to be on screen together in a way that's that's very obvious or like they were never able to kiss or say they were in a relationship it was always mm-hmm. implied and never confirmed Mm -hmm. and I knew going into this that that's what we all wanted to do. We wanted to make sure that representation was very clear. It wasn't for some type of like joke or hook line and sinker or going with the kill the gays kind of trope Mm -hmm. type thing. Um, And I also came out as a biromantic asexual this year. So Mm -hmm. That was very fun, uh, fun. Uh, it was, it was really cool to do because, uh, a bunch of people in my community actually identified as that, but hadn't had the courage to come out because there's not many creators that are asexual that came out. Uh, mm-hmm. Shelby is one of them. She, she yeah. came <laughs> out before me me. <laughs> yeah. uh, and her coming out actually gave me the courage to come out myself. Cause I wasn't, uh, I wasn't even sure how accepted that was or how believed that would be. And seeing Shelby come out and knowing that she's like a really close friend of mine uh, gave me kind of the courage to do it myself,
4: mm-hmm. which was
2: great. Mm-hmm. What a yeah. real life hero Shelby is.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I came out earlier, this was, was the same for me where like most of my family and close friends already knew, but I did it because I wanted more people to see mm-hmm. someone as representation. And I love that now we have a world of it. And also, it's very just normal. It doesn't have to be a whole, like, it's just people are people, and they like who they yeah. love, like, love who they love, yeah. and it's normal, and all the relationships are normal. They're teen relationships, and I love sex.
1: Anybody else?
0: Uh, for me, obviously, uh, I was in Days of Lives for four years, and mm-hmm. I played a, uh, a gay character who was closeted, and I had a coming-out story, and I came out in Japanese, which was really cool and um, I had my own kind of coming out story to my parents when I told them hey I booked a gay role on Days of Our Lives and my dad's military and my mom is Japanese so both of which were like uh excuse me and I was like yeah like what do you think like they're like okay well uh so it was like this my own kind of coming out and um it was it was challenging I mean it, it, it was very interesting um they were proud of me and and accepting um i can't say that it's the same but it was its own thing um but i did get a lot of messages and a lot of people that sent me messages and i didn't understand the impact until i started receiving (laughs) messages (laughs) uh scottie yourself thank you and other people that literally said you saved my life because it was my choice not to to try and break the stereotype that was out there It was like every gay person's flamboyant and big and it's like if I'm going to play this role, I'm going to play it how my friends, how I grew up with, my best friends growing up were gay. I'm going to make this shorter, sorry. But essentially, uh, I, I wanted to come in and, and just show love is love, even in the masculine form or feminine form, A whatever it may be. Love is love. And yeah, I wanted exactly. to p- portray how I feel love and how I give love.
2: Ooh, I got chills.
3: Um <laughs> Yeah, I came out uh, as gay in my mid 20s and I came uh, from a very conservative Christian household. Um, It took me a long time to figure out I was gay because there was no representation on TV. Like the only uh, lesbian I knew in high school was this very like beautiful butch woman, but I did not identify anything with her. There was nothing in her that I saw that wasn't me. I didn't know that what a lesbian looked like, what that meant. and it makes me so grateful that um, TV representation has progressed at the rate that it has, because I think nowadays that is not just seen as as valid, but it's also can be celebrated. And I think, you know, we have absolutely fought for every piece of representation on the way, but I think mm-hmm. what what really would be my my goal here, and I think what I love what we've done about this is that it's, it's normalized, mm. you know, this is, a superhero series that features LGBT plus leads, um, but that is not the focus of this series. That is just who they are and who Mm -hmm. they love. And it just happens to be that way. And I think that sense of normalcy is what is so critical for a young audience. I mean, I spent 10 years on Power Rangers and I know what representation means for kids, mm-hmm. especially in superheroes, so that was definitely a big goal. Especially the uh, the incredible inclusive cast that we had put together. I think it was important for all of us, and right. so we we all wrote it that way that it was um, it wasn't just you know the token gay character. It was this is who they are and this is who they right. love. And yeah. I don't think we say I think we didn't ever even say gay until literally the last episode, right? And it wasn't even about one of our main characters, <laughs> right? You know, it's, it's so just
1: does that yeah right and it's one of those things that we, we always we're used to seeing like you know for example on the Hallmark Christmas shows and all these shows like the man is with the woman type of thing even on soap operas most of the time yeah. so why not why not normalize you know the, um, the the gay relationships and not be like this is LGBTQ this is normal. This yeah. is who, this is, this isn't, you know, a man loves a man, a woman loves a woman, a man, a man loves a woman type of thing. This is a person loves a person. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. I think we definitely try to play it that way too. It was never a hundred percent addressed in any kind of like weird right. fashion. It was just like, like, you know, like Fee had a super big crush on Mara. Mara had to play it cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just like, it was just nice. All the friends treated it just like as a normal right. thing too. It, it was mm-hmm. really cool.
1: That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so this question uh, is for Christopher Sean. Um, he did promise me two days questions, but they're not I, really. Daze. I promised one, maybe two, one, but <laughs> you, you maybe such maybe a limited two. amount of time. I'm going to be Chris very short. So cool. yes.
2: you gotta do it, um, right? <laughs> but, uh,
1: it, it isn't more of days. It's more of LGBTQ based. Okay, great. Um, so awesome. I was talking to you last night about how you helped me come out personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that I am a huge fan, but, um, uh, so we know that Paul Narita did face a similar situation that I was in. So how um, do you get a lot, of, a lot of fans like telling you their stories and like which stories like make you, I guess, I guess, um, how do I word it? Uh, which stories kind of uh, make you feel like you did your job well? Like you did not just an acting role, but you, you basically made them feel the way they should feel and not like an outcast. Well, no one should feel like an outcast, no matter what, unless right.
0: you're a killer or doing terrible, <laughs> terrible things. Right. Um, and, but in these situations, anytime I've received a message from anyone that says, I love or I am passionate or you've encur- encouraged or inspired mm-hmm. or anything along those lines, a message sent directly to me. That to me is also very brave because mm-hmm. I am a complete stranger. You know nothing about you just see me on your television. Or right. streaming with these amazing people on the Unleashed, which was, you know, every six, every Wednesday, 6.30. <laughs> you guys can see it on YouTube. Uh, but essentially, um, anytime anyone has told me their story, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm touched. Because if you're so open to giving me that because I've given you something, then that is heart to heart. I'm, I'm hearing you from my heart. And I want to give more to you. I'm like, yes, tell me more. I want to give you more love and support. <laughs> like, right. So, yeah. That's awesome.
1: So for that one person that is watching or listening to this interview right now, uh, what do each of you have to tell them, whether it be advice, tips or whatever it may be to help them out in such a hard situation if they are still closeted?
2: That's a big question. That's a big one. I would say (laughs) number one, be
0: safe, be safe, be smart. If you're in a community that does not or despises or whatever, whatever that is, be safe, be smart. Come out to those you you, you feel safe with that, mm-hmm. can, that can protect you and keep your secret, but that you can feel because everyone needs someone, right? Everyone needs mm-hmm. a shoulder, but be smart, yeah. be smart about it. Because I've told some people like just be you and I've gotten, uh, I can't believe I tried and I was beat up and I don't want people to mm-hmm.
4: get hurt, you right. know,
0: be yourself yeah. in, a, in a safe environment or get out of that environment entirely and go somewhere where you will be loved
3: for who you are. And that's
0: where I'll stop there. I
3: think um, for me, it literally is. It is absolutely nobody's decision but yours when you choose Mm -hmm. to come out. You have to decide what is best for you because of your personal safety, but also for your mental health Mm -hmm. as well. It is still a very personal thing. It belongs to nobody but you. And you know what? You don't have to decide right away. You know, sexuality and identity is fluid. You know, you don't have to be yeah. one and done to decide what what you are. And then all of a sudden that's it and you're stuck for the rest of your life. Like it's right. it's who you are and who you are always changes. So you're never alone. There's always people to reach out to, but how you decide to define yourself and how you decide to define yourself to the world is completely up to you.
2: Yeah. It's okay to feel scared about it too. <laughs> I like yeah. I was so scared. Like this, I still feel scared talking about it. I just feel like I'm like so uh like behind on things and and not educated or like not at the point I should be. But it's something like I've definitely wrestled with my whole life and I'm more brave uh talking about it, but I still constantly like doubt myself and feel scared letting other people know. But um it's nice because I have a really supportive community and friends who kind of make me feel really great uh in um
5: yeah. I mean, tagging on to what everyone has already said, uh, be safe about it. Um, also it's, it's very fluid and it's a spectrum and you might, uh, you learn about yourself every day. You never stop learning about yourself. I thought I was uh, bisexual for sure for years, but then I realized that I was on the asexual spectrum by romantic. And so you're always going to be learning about yourself and there's always going to be people that are going to accept you in a community. Uh, if you're not in a place where you have that right now, you will get there. Uh, mm-hmm. it, just be safe about it. Like Christopher said, especially with like family situations, yeah. there are going to be family situations where, uh, it's not safe and it might be for people that are super young that can't get out because they're stuck mm-hmm. in that household but you're not going to be in that household forever. And you will be able to right. get out and find a community that does love and accept you.
0: Right. This is what exactly. I was talking about earlier as well in reference to the Discord. It is a very safe community. Come, hang yeah. out, and be yeah. who you are. All right. Got of
2: like-minded people. Yeah, yeah. That's didn't awesome. they cut
0: you off, but Shelby, yeah. I'm sorry.
4: Oh,
2: yeah. No, <laughs> you you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> off, of that, off of that, I was going to say,
4: um, take the time to discover yourself. Only do it for yourself. Whatever mm-hmm. different labels are out there are for you to find a community that you feel safe in and that you identify with. You don't need to fit yourself in a box if you don't (laughs) fit in it. Uh, And also that you are not alone in your feelings and the feelings that you have, there's nothing wrong with them. You're not broken, Mm -hmm. there's nothing to be fixed. (laughs) And there are so many other people like us.
1: Exactly, exactly. Um, So, uh, has the first uh has filming the first season of The Unleashed helped those in the LGBTQIA plus community, and if so, how? And did you get any fan mail or fan messages from people ha- that it has helped?
5: Oh, god, so much. I think <laughs> every week after an episode, there would be so many tweets either directed towards us or using our hashtag or directed toward our, our uh, account for the show of people just being like, I really needed this. I, there's nothing like that out there for me right now. And to see the representation, like to see myself in these characters that are being so true to themselves in this community has really helped me. I've seen uh, several people say that they they got the courage to come out because of our characters on the show,
1: which is really, yeah.
5: really cool and heartwarming. It's cool.
1: It is awesome. Uh, let's see where- There's are also, we saw- there's also oh, literally
0: a section in the Discord dedicated to fan mail so if people wanted to create <laughs> nice. and draw and and you know there, there's digital art there's handmade okay. art there there's so many different ways for people to express love okay. or the five languages of love and a lot of the time people want to give gifts in gif form yeah. <laughs> but they do that they do that in the discord and, and nice. we're all very very appreciative that's awesome so uh, i'm uh, only fight- speaking for me because yeah. i know megan
1: doesn't care about it but i love it <laughs> You
3: Wait, what? Come at so- me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding. Bro. This might be a stupid question, but for those that joined the Discord, could they also interact with all of you guys in there as well?
5: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We have uh, a section for cast and all the cast have access to every channel. Um okay. I know other people in the cast, like Lena has jumped in. She jumped in last night and interacted with them in the voice chat. Okay. Um Whenever we have time, we jump in and, and we role play with them, or we'll pop in and and talk about the fan art with them. It's it's really
4: nice. They love it yeah. a lot. That's Mika awesome. set us up with our roles so that I'm I'm Charlie King when I'm in the discard uh, Discord. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's awesome. Dude,
0: this, uh, it, honestly, like this this is one of the best casts I've probably ever worked with in reference. The positivity, support, right. and love, and like they're so professional and kind, and it's really cool to like be like. There's sometimes our There's always something. Not on this show. Right. There's nothing on this show. Everything on this show so far has been amazing, and I say so far because we're gonna have so much more happening. Right. Wink, wink. Right, Megan. Right, (laughs) Right, boss. I feel
1: a cliffhanger.
2: (laughs) Just the beginning. To be honest
1: with you, you know I'm a huge Days of Our Lives fan, but I would feel more. I feel more love probably coming from this cast than it would with uh, Days of Our Lives group chat because I feel so much positivity love and just I don't know this community is just great and you guys just you represent it to the point where you know you show the love and the kindness because we know that there's a lot of people in not just this community but any community where there's not where you know there's judgmental people and all that and this community just shows everybody that you can there are people out there that are there to listen and to give you a voice and that's what this is what we need Mm. It really it's really it's great it really thank
2: is. you that really means a lot like cool. we're, we're all friends this has all been like a labor of love this isn't right. like you know uh, twitch did help uh pay for a bit of the project but a lot of this stuff has come out of pocket everyone's mm-hmm. working overtime uh christopher did all of our photography uh yeah. until 5 a.m came awesome. out on set mm-hmm. a couple hours later killed all of his stuff like everyone has put blood sweat and tears into this and it's it's been a labor of love we can't help but be proud of the work that we've done and what it has mm-hmm. meant to our community
1: and let's just say it shows because like uh, from what I watched last night you could tell that mm-hmm. it wasn't like I'm just making this just so we can you know you know have followers and you know all that it, you could tell it was a hundred percent like what you were doing was from your heart and that's what makes a great show you could tell God, when it's from thank your heart you. of course thank you no problem um so uh let's see so and here's my last question for christopher <laughs> wait what <laughs> um so uh, how did the uh, playing the role of paul narita positively affect people that are lgbtqia plus and was there anything specific that you did for the character to bring full-on awareness for the community
0: you know, Dante's character is very, uh, no, I'm kidding. No, uh, <laughs> Paul, Paul. Uh, okay. So with Paul, um, I, I think that, like I said earlier, it, it kind of falls into the same category of playing it as true as possible to what I call or what I feel is love. Right. And so, um, a lot of my friends who my best friends growing up, Tony Diaz and, and, um, I'm drawing a blank. I don't have any friends, uh, but but Tony is one of my best friends growing up. He was gay, and I met him recently. He's doing sound engineering for Star Wars, and I was like, dude, what are That's you? Awesome. You're on Resistance. You're, and he's like, yeah. So we caught up. We used to wrestle in the front yard. Like, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, long. Know, essentially, growing up with people who were closeted, mm-hmm. they had to act masculine and act like whatever. They don't have. I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to answer that question because there's so, so much to it and I'm trying to like s- surmise it so quickly. But essentially, my goal was, again, to break stereotypes, to make sure that it is normal to be who you are. Right. And again, love is love. Right. Regardless of what it may be, if you love something, give love to your fullest extent, because there's nothing better to love, nothing better exactly. than to love and receive. Exactly.
1: Um, So, uh, last night um, was the uh, season one finale. Um, Is there a possibility of a season two? And if so, what can you tell us about season two?
2: Uh, I think, honestly, we have to have a conversation with Twitch and see where they're at. Um, okay. we, uh, are selling our merch to help, uh, recoup in anything that we make over that we're putting towards season two. there's awesome. definitely huge potential for that. And if we can't find, um, the support from sponsors or Twitch, we will definitely probably kickstart or go fund it. Um, cause the fans want it and they're pretty, I mean, they, they get what they want. So I feel like we have yeah. a lot of support from them.
1: Awesome. So, uh. If you do do a season two, will there be any new characters joining or, and will everyone that was in season one be returning or is that we do a
2: season two, I think there's a lot of room for new characters and potentially a different format or, uh, hopefully can, uh, maybe shoot this in a studio, um, okay, so. and have a lot more, uh, uh roles for people to fill i i it's it's really exciting we can't talk too much about the story but melissa has plans shelby has plans i'm sure mika has plans for her character and christopher is just gonna stay in that nasty jail cell and we'll just like (laughs) throw crumbs at him it'll be great (laughs)
3: nice
2: i do have to say about christopher
3: it takes a lot um A lot of open-mindedness to like have somebody that you've met twice to call you up and be like, hey, I have this new weird RPG show that we're doing and I want you to be our bad guy when all he's done is play amazing heroes. (laughs)
5: <laughs> and
3: the way he just jumped in and like um, with both yeah. feet he had never done this kind of stuff before and just absolutely just the role of Dante is so magnetic and he's just the character that fans are obsessed with and just kudos to him for just jumping in with both yeah. feet and just believing in this project right away that's
0: awesome well, Tell also well, made a bad guy very lovable. well thank <laughs> you but here's the thing like you, you can't just say Christopher like no it, it's Megan it's Shelby it's Mika it's Mike I mean right. You, you can't be great alone, you know, like I'm mm. so great. No, I'm kidding. No, honestly, like I wouldn't be <laughs> good unless they Governor. were amazing. I mean, right. they're only going to bring me up. And so from where I was a, a total amateur in this world, I jumped in, they made me feel comfortable. They made me feel loved and look at how great they are. I mean, right watching the show you see the community admires respects inspires to be more like them and for me to see that like again that fed me the interactivity of the show mm-hmm. watching how much they loved their stars their their right. role models i was like man i really don't want to screw this up like i've got big shoes to fill and 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 i did the best i could to keep up with their talent I right, think
2: it was essential for us to have Christopher and Mike on board for this because we wanted uh, professional actors to elevate the show. We weren't trying right. to just tell a typical RPG and we mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to have the caliber of like storytelling and talent and performance if it weren't for them. Uh, we all mm-hmm. grew and learned from each other every single episode and like you did more than just great mm-hmm. like Christopher. You did an excellent job.
1: Yeah, and... And like, like I said, I've, I've been a big fan of Christopher, um, obviously from days and my, I was telling him my cousin, uh, liked him in Hawaii five Oh, and he's, he's really talented and I reached out to him for an interview and he's like, Hey, uh, how about for my, for the show I'm on, could I have the, the rest of the cast and crew? And I'm like, that would be, that'd be fantastic. I would love that. Like, I really would. And I'm, I'm so glad he had, he invited you guys on. And I, I got the, experienced the show the show is amazing um I I don't know if I, I would have even heard of it if it wasn't for reaching out to Christopher I don't know because um, I'm not on Twitch that much yeah. and the fact that it brought me into that and to see such amazing actors and amazing people creating an amazing unique show that is isn't like all the same old same old out there you know what I mean it's, yeah. it's something different and it, it's it's really cool I I really enjoyed it and that brings me to my last question which is amazing because the five minute thing i think just went on so um so brings me to my last question for people um i know where i'm gonna watch it but for those that don't know where to watch season one to catch up on it and for when season two comes out where can they watch it and how can they view the unleashed
2: twitch.tv slash strawberry 17 plays or youtube.com slash strawberry 17 plays for the complete uh story we have uh Every episode, there's a live choices segment where the audience gets to choose which uh, video they see play out during the live show. But on the YouTube channel, you get to see both of those. So you can catch up on episode one through eight um, on YouTube. And we will be uh, doing a podcast format in 2021. So if anyone's like, oh, maybe I'll wait for that. Um, We're going to add some extra (laughs) goodies to that too. Nice. And the wrong YouTube. Oh, youtube.com slash strawberry17. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Too many Strawberry Seventeens. <laughs> <My bad. laughs> Thanks, Shelby. you
1: So um, for uh, the podcast, would that be on all pla- podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. and all that as well? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. That's great. So the last part of that question um, would be uh, Do for each, each one of you, um, for whatever you can discuss, I know NDA call, clauses and all that might pre- previ- pre- yeah, prohibit you from uh, t- uh, mentioning anything but any projects or any social media, websites, or anything else that you would like to promote to those that are listening or watching this uh, this interview.
2: Aww. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> this is your moment. We got like, we got like two minutes. We can.
0: So just spew it guys, spew spew it, it's all you. You
2: can just find me anywhere on uh, Strawberry 17 or Strawberry 17 plays on the internet. Can't really say anything that I have for 2021 just yet, but yeah. Yeah.
5: Uh, You can find me anywhere on RIP Mika. That's my username for every social site. I'm also on another RPG called New Pantheon every Monday on Saving Throw Show. Uh, It's about Greek gods. If you want to catch up on that in the interim between Hopefully
1: the second season of Unleashed. <laughs>
4: awesome. Uh, you can find me anywhere on the internet, any social media as Shubble. Also, sometimes you find me popping up on Disney XD. Um Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Awesome.
3: Uh, I'm going to be working on Radiant Black, which is a new series, a complex series written by Kyle Higgins. Can't really talk about anything else, but you can find me, uh, Misty underscore Flores, on Twitch. <sighs> and-
2: I'm going to be working on that too. I can say that, right? <gasps> yes, you can. Maybe. Okay, me too.
0: I just signed contracts for another project that I'm working on, I can't talk about it yet. I'm working on Gotham Knights. I'd be the voice and uh, some of the performance capture for Nightwing. I've got a couple other projects that are on YACE, but I've got a few things in the pipeline I'm really excited to share. Awesome.
1: Uh, so thank you Oh, and guys. I'm also on Netflix, you. Oh. Uh,
2: Duh. Season 3.
1: Hmm? I know I was night like night. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. yeah, one. Um, Well, thank you guys for uh, joining this. I want to quick wrap this up uh, because we have thank like you. probably 30 seconds. So this has been Slash Scotty. I am Scotty McCoy. This is the cast of The Unleashed and I thank you all so much for uh, being a part of Slasher Scotty. It really was amazing um, to have you all as part of this podcast because you all are great people. And I just want to thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart for being a great voice and representation of not just, you know, of the LGBTQ community, but just, you know, for n- people that love you know people because we're not just the LGBTQ, we are humans that, you know, Deserve the respect that heterosexual people also deserve. So definitely. Yep. Thank you guys. Like and subscribe.
2: Yeah, thank you, Scotty Slash all day.
1: You know. <laughs> thank you so much. I'll give Christopher Sean um, all of the links, and he can get them to you. I'm gonna work on them tonight. Um, I'll probably have everything sent to him by tomorrow sometime. I worked till Amazing. 11 a.m. Eastern, so I'll probably get it to him after that sometime. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you guys. guys so much. Bye. Sure. all right Bye. bye. bye.